So you wrote a theme song? No, I didn't write one. I was like texting you last night about like a theme song, you know. I'm sorry, dude. I didn't. I didn't write one. I didn't get to it. Are you sure? Well, um, truth is, I actually had this really elaborate theme song with like 75 chords and like a bunch of different arrangements, but um, uh, didn't record it. This was the one I recorded instead. Oh, that wasn't too bad. You know, we're like, our profession is like musicians, and we couldn't come up with anything better than that. Uh, well, you know, that's okay though, because we're 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 world famous anyway. So the Beatles decided that "Drive My Car" was worthy of being put on Rubber Soul. So that's a good point. That's a good point. So um, welcome to the uh, Pedal Aggression Podcast, starring Andy, Anthony, and this old man that we have in the corner for no reason. You need any water? He doesn't speak much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we just have this uh, nameless old man in the corner. He's he's part of the podcast, but like he only speaks up once in a while. We haven't learned his name yet. Well, maybe one day the mystery will be solved. You know? Ooh, keep listening to find out. Ooh. If... <laughs> so the podcast, of course, will be found on SoundCloud.com. Uh, uh, you can just type in Pedal Aggression Podcast and it'll be right there. And we have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash pedal aggression we're facebook famous we got like 400 400 likes on the page thank you very much and also we've got an instagram which has 100 likes and that is just the scraping of the bottom of the barrel wait that's not the right the tip of the (laughs) iceberg that's the wrong sorry (laughs) we all scrape in the bottom of the barrel though Yeah. yeah I don't know why the never mind. <laughs> well, uh, so the podcast here. Why did we des- decide to make a podcast? Well, we figured that since you and I have been doing this music thing, this band thing, for, there's just been millions of fans just clamoring to know more about us. Clamoring, absolutely clamoring, knocking at my door, sending me. Uh, instant messages, emails. Death no, that threats. That was still a thing. Uh, death threats. We've death been getting threats, lots of death threats. In fact, <laughs> um, we don't. Uh, we can't keep up with all of your your emails, so we're just going to answer all of your questions in one fell swoop. So, well, over the course of roughly six planned out episodes, we'll be talking about forming a band and having band practices and how you play live and how you pick your band members. All that stuff that we've done on numerous occasions, headache-inducing, has definitely taken years off our lives, but we'll give you well, the I inside mean, you know. scoop. Yeah. Anyway, uh, before we get into the, the heart of this episode, the meat of the episode, uh, what's been going on in music and news lately? Well, um, we recorded a pilot episode for this a few weeks ago, and the Black Album was still roughly new. Now it's not as new. Uh, which that's okay. So we've had some time to simmer on and see what we really think. I've been really, I've been weezered out lately. I can't listen to them as much because I've just been um, burnt out on them recently because I listen to them a lot. Yeah, I remember you mentioned that to me uh, yesterday. Um, so 
I, I think some of that weasering out is probably just because they've been releasing so much stuff lately. It's probably that. And, well, just because, you know, there's such a... There are much more, um, like... More so than in previous years. They're more relevant now than they were previously. Because they just released so much stuff. So much stuff. And that's definitely, I think, a cause as to why a lot of people have... That their albums haven't been getting as so much acclaim because they're always putting out stuff. There's no like real time for them to hype it up, you know. Yeah, like there's no time to breathe. No. Like with an album, I feel like you need to have like a, a a time to like really just set aside to write like a bunch of songs that really are meaningful and have some personality. And, and some none of, of the stuff off the black album does. Not, I mean, real, not really. I mean, there's, like, a couple songs that are, like, whoa, that's cool. But, like, you know, it was hyped up to be this, like, grand, like, dark, like, epic, like, uh, this one's going to be dark. And then you listen to it, it's, like, wee. <laughs> oh. Not much. I mean, the prince who wanted everything is not dark. No. Byzantine is not dark. I think one of the darker tracks off the album is, I guess, High is a Kite. But dark is, of course, a subjective term. I thought it was going to be a metal album. Honestly, the way they were hyping it up, I thought it was going to be like another Pinkerton. And I was like, there's no way. But I figured they were probably trying to do something in that vein. But boy, did they fail. We'll go ahead and jump into the meat of the episode. Jump into the meat. Jump into the meat. Jump on. So let me ask you this. When you first, well, I mean, the first band you were in would have been Deadfall, right? Deadfall, with you. With me. So our beginnings is a little bit different than a lot of other bands. I mean, obviously you form it with a couple of friends, but it was just he and I. Um, we formed this band back in 2012. Yeah, 2012. Or maybe even 2011. It was 2011, I think, is when we very first started. Um, I don't think we started jamming until 2012, but I know that we discussed starting a band in 2011. Yeah, definitely. So for a lot of other bands, or people, I should say, who are considering making a band or forming a band, nowadays it might be a little bit easier than what we had because social media is so much more prevalent now than ever. You could probably just ask, uh, yeah, put, put a post on Facebook. But the most important thing I still say that has never changed about being in a band is you have to like the people you're in a band with. You have to be good friends with them. You have to be able to hang out with them and just hang out. Yeah, because out. if you're not friendly or like you can hang out with the people in your band. It's not going to last long. You're going to be done in like a couple months probably. Like Oh yeah. There's no sense in being in a band with people that you just straight up don't like or that you wouldn't want to hang out with. And that's just the truth of the matter. That's just the truth <laughs> of the matter. Um I think that's the death of a lot of bands, especially at least from what we've seen around here in South Jersey. Uh nothing yet is nothing anymore. Um <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> lost years as lost their steam oh but the unfortunate thing is that like most of the people in nothing yet seemed like they were pretty good friends with each other that's yeah i don't really think that was a case of them hating each other it just seemed to be like the female singer always left to do something with else with her life 
and the rest of the people in the band were like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it was any of their fault. Like, no. They would have kept the band going if they had a dedicated lead singer, but they didn't. And that's kind of a shame because, honestly, I, I kind of wanted to see what they were going to do with their music if they were going to, like, experiment or some stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you as a singer, do you find it hard, or do you know more about this than I do, that it's hard to find a really good steady lead singer and that's it? Um, I wouldn't think so, because the, the singer is a very, like, upfront thing. That's something that, like, you get a lot of attention if you're the singer, so a lot of people are kind of like, want to go for that you know you don't really see too many people like oh wow look that's the bassist oh look at that guy it's it's usually like people usually gravitate toward the lead singer of the band i mean sometimes i don't know people don't gravitate towards me but then again i'm not really a good singer so you you can take it either way but Usually, if you're looking for a singer, you're going to get a lot of applications because it's just a very attractive um, role to have in a band. It's like you're the most, like, seemingly you're going to be the most famous person in the band. doesn't always happen that way, though. It doesn't always. Um, and we're in a unique position that we're just a trio. And trios, I feel, are a little bit more balanced than even your typical four piece i mean best example being green day they all get equal attention in my opinion but i can just tell from doing enough research on other bands and just knowing enough music history in general the bands that make the biggest impact and the bands that are the ones that take their clothes off on stage well yes of course <laughs> they make the big well the bands that make the biggest impacts are the ones who like each other the most yeah because they're going to want to put their all into it because they want to you know they want to please their friends they they want to show each other they want to show off to their friends right they that's just the way it is by taking their clothes off yes <laughs> no so. like i exactly like if you if you if there's a group of people that really like each other and they like the music that they're playing and they agree with each other, that's going to show in the product. If they hate each other and they hate going into the studio to record stuff with each other, then that's also going to show in the music. I wanted to make one final point, though. In terms of how to find people in your band, there's not much we can do or say about that. That's something that you have to seek out on your own. Yeah. And... Know and understand that it'll be organic. Yeah. I think going out there and putting up ads and trying to force it is not going to really help you. It can work, and there's many cases where it has, but I think in the long run, you'll meet the people, and th then you'll know. Well, one one thing, one advice, one piece of advice that I have to anyone who's trying to start a band is expose yourself. Not just online, but... Go to as many shows yes. as possible. Even if you're not in a band or haven't written anything yet. Even if you're just like, you don't even know how to play an instrument. Um, go to as many shows and speak to as many musical people as you can. Get in like 
the zone, man. Just go to open mics. Yeah. Go to your local coffee shops, even if it is 70-year-old people doing Peter, Paul, and Mary covers. <laughs> go to all these places yeah. where shows and open mics are taking place and just start talking to other people, even if you're nervous. I guarantee you, you might meet a few dicks, but you're going to meet a lot more nice people out there than you will assholes. That's yeah. just the truth. That's um, just the truth in that. That's just the truth. <laughs> it just keeps popping up. <laughs> it keeps popping up. Um, yeah, I, I, a really great example of a band who is incredibly influential and the bassist didn't even know how to play bass but she showed up anyway uh kim deal from pixies right yeah she didn't even know how to play the bass but she put herself out there she went up to francis black and said i'd like to join your band and he said how about that (laughs) (laughs) so and they wound up making i mean surfer rosa and doolittle for god's sake they influenced nirvana so they made some of the most critically acclaimed albums ever made yeah so do not doubt yourself anyway um i did also want to give a brief update on what pelagression is doing so we finally sent oh off, yeah yeah we sent off our song falling asleep on a rocket ship to uh the guys at blow up radio laszlo if you hear this thank you very much thanks um, so much laszlo we this is a currently unreleased song that the pedal aggression diehards which i know you're out there uh, <laughs> if you want to hear Falling Asleep on a Rocket Ship, you'll have to go ahead and buy the um, third installment of Rock Against Tate released by Blow Up Radio, which is an NJ Music internet radio station. Correct. And they've played our songs before. They've they played... are huge supporters of They the played band. our song Jet Lagged. They played our song Missed, Missed Opportunity, Opportunity, the live Wrench Fest. <laughs> the, we, they, they played a lot. And Anthony, you touched on this in your live stream on the Pedal Aggression page, but... Our album, Variety Hour, is still in the works. Yes. It is not done. No. But I think for this- all intents and purposes, the songs are done. Like, the song structures are done. We just need to record vocals and mix them a little bit. And write some lyrics. And write some lyrics. Uh, there's about... There's 16 songs on the album, and there's about five songs that I still need to write lyrics for. And that's the episode for today. Of course, you can find us online at facebook.com slash pedalaggression. You can find our music at uh, pedalaggression1.bandcamp.com. And you can find future episodes of our podcast here at soundcloud.com. The links will be on our Facebook page and on our Instagram, which is just pedalaggression, petal with a T. But if you're listening to this, you probably know that by now. Right. Um, Listen to my new attempts to try and write good music. All of them failed. Well, you know. (laughs) One bomb after another. That's right. And until next time, um, K. Sarah Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just the truth of the matter. That's just the truth of the matter. Let's get this old man out of here. Get out! Out! Out with you, lad. He never says anything. I think he might be dead. Let me go, like, see. (laughs) Dude, are you, like, alive? Uh, He's not moving. Let's... uh, (sighs) Let's just uh let's just let's just end the episode. We'll right. we'll figure out what to do with this guy.